It's time for another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show with Gary Mack and Rich Baxter. It's the all-star break for 2021. Why we're not going to watch the game and why we think you shouldn't either. All on this edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. I'm Gary Mack. Hello, Mr. Gary Mack. Rich Baxter over here. Hello, Mr. Baxter. And we have made it to the traditional halfway point of the baseball season for uh, that exhibition game break that will happen this week. Five days or four or five days off. I guess it's four. Um, but a lot of stuff happening in that that the uh, break period of time. We're going to have the MLB draft. We're going to have um, there's some game going on Tuesday night, and uh, and and we're going to start getting ready for the trade deadline. Yeah, whole bunch of uh, news coming down the pipe and I not sure why they're going to do the draft in the middle of the all-star break, but you know, that's, that's the MLB. They're unpredictable like that. Yeah. They used to do it in June and, and now they're starting with this uh, July nonsense. Um, I don't know. It's probably so they don't have to pay the guys as much or something the first year. <laughs> I, I don't know why they're doing it the way they're doing it, but uh you know, used to go in traditionally, they'd start it, as I said, they do it like the middle of June, and then uh, then they would start up the short season leagues, and some of those guys that they sign, if they sign them quick enough, would go to the short season teams. But now we have no more short season teams, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, happens and um, what's going on, but should be an interesting week from that viewpoint. And, um, and there's a game on, on Tuesday night that, uh, supposedly, uh, they're calling it the all-star game, but it's in Denver and it was supposed to be in Atlanta this year, rich, but, uh, the woke commissioner, uh, if you will, he uh he decided to move it to Denver and uh I, I noticed a lot of players are now deciding not to make that trip. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I had a conversation with somebody on social media the other day and I posted that very question out, you know, like I'm not sure why the MLB decided to move this game. I Still not sure why. I know why, but I'm still in doubt as to whether it was the right thing to do. And I know it's not the right thing to do. Stupid, completely stupid. I got into a conversation back and forth typing with someone and I said, you know, try to explain it to me. And his explanation was he felt that Georgia tried to suppress voting by having a voter ID law placed in effect. I, I don't understand how that could be something new when Colorado and Denver already have that. 
<laughs> well, that's the that's the hypocrisy in the whole thing, uh, because the 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 left in in Georgia came out and said it was uh, they was trying to suppress the vote, the Republicans. And um, when you look at the law itself, you see it's more liberal than Colorado. It's more liberal than uh, 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 Delaware, which is the home state of, you know, who um, the bumble man in, in the White House. So uh, it, it makes no sense. But you see, baseball reacted on it. And um, they decided to move it because they 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 bit they they took the whole thing, you know, uh, they folded like a cheap tent instead of fighting it and saying, well, we don't think the law is that bad or we don't want to get into politics with our game. They made it a political game and they were threatened. They were threatened by Stacey Abrams that if they stayed. Okay, which is another, you know, it's a great uh, study of, of the left if you really look at it, because firsthand, you know, she complained about the law. And then when they pulled it, she says, well, I wasn't in front, you know, in in uh, favor of boycotts. Well, you know what? You made everybody hate the Georgia law so much that they had that they started doing boycotts on it. So on the state of Georgia. So you cost the city of Atlanta millions of dollars. And the people should remember that if she ever runs for office again. But uh, now she says she's not against voter ID. So, you know, these politicians, they wanted 15 different ways. And. The, the difference nowadays is that we have video and we have audio and we have them on tape saying these things. And then there other, the, the only thing they can say is, well, I was taken out of context. I don't, there's not too much context you can take it out of, uh, I, you know, um, look at the other day that uh, one, um, Oh, I, I don't know what his job is in this administration, but he came out and said we should have mandatory vaccination. That because the government paid for this vaccine, that they should have the right to make everybody take it. Right. And then when the heat started coming down on him, he said, well, I was taken out of context. No, you weren't. The video was right there. They, they played the video. Yeah, that's their so, instant out of that's their out the other out is racism it's racial <laughs> uh, but baseball folded like a cheap tent manfred bit right took a hook line and sinker pulled the game right away without investigating anything and the players union of course went along with it because the players then supposedly were com- uncomfortable uh, but they went there to play in a regular season game. It's just they're uncomfortable playing the all-star game there. So uh, they robbed Georgia and Atlanta of that game, and I hope it's a big flop. Uh, I don't plan on watching it. I have no interest at all. The all-star game has been ruined by this current baseball hierarchy it used to be an interesting game. It used to be interesting to see the stars. Now, half the stars aren't going. 
I mean, they're like on a third team of all stars. They're picking, you know, yeah. uh, uh, guys. Uh, now we lost another one last night. I don't think he was going anyway. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. If anybody didn't hear, he tore his ACL making a catch in the outfield. He is out for the rest of the season. He will be getting ACL surgery. Uh, he's out for the season. And isn't that isn't that what um, Andrew McCutcheon had a couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty serious injury. Terrible uh, for Kuna. He was one of the best players in the NL. Got to be one of the worst injuries you can come down with. Yeah, it's it's not good. So he he's out for the rest of the season. That could really throw the whole balance of power. He was a big leader on that uh, uh, Braves team, so that's going to really uh, hurt them. They were struggling for offense as it is, and he was really the the uh, lightning rod there on that team. And without him, that's going to really hurt them a lot. And, They've had a lot of injuries. They maintain, uh, managed to hold on to second place so far. But, but uh, Rich, any other thoughts on the All-Star game? Well, yeah, I got a ton more. Of course, uh, the way the media presents the, um, the movement of the game and the, you know, uh, constant barrage of commentary and stuff slanted coverage i want to say uh is is amazing and i'm going to put up on the screen here what i was just reading a few minutes ago and it comes from uh nbc sports here you see the headline mlb's all-star game decision shows step in right direction and you scroll down and if you care to read the article uh, you'll hear more of the same stupidity that was the reason why they moved this uh, game here. Let's read a little bit of it here. The stick to sports narrative is dying and a richly deserve is dying a richly deserved death, largely due to the fact that American sports always have linked arms with politics. They have, I, I don't remember that. There's the first <laughs> half of a sentence that I, I don't think is that true. You disagree with. Yeah. I mean, the 70s, well, I was a kid in the 70s, but I didn't see any relationship to politics. Maybe there was, but I didn't see it. Um, and we're seeing droplets of evidence coming from some of the unlikeliest places. For example, Major League Baseball, which prides itself on being the most traditional bound sport in the land. Okay. There's the second sentence. Okay, yeah, there are traditions in baseball, but they didn't even say anything about how it's changed in the last 12 months, the last six months, the last two years. Mm -hmm. Here, let's go on to another line. When players are introduced for the 2021 All-Star Game next Tuesday, they will be standing not at Truist Park in metropolitan Atlanta, metropolitan Atlanta. No, it's way on the outskirts of Atlanta. It's about 25 miles from where it used to be. That's wrong, too. It's out in the boondocks now. But rather at Coors Field in Denver, all because the MLB decided, in essence, that Georgia was too racist for its midsummer classic. 
Now, is that the reason that the MLB moved this game because it was too racist in Atlanta? I don't remember Atlanta being that bad. I know they had a, a contested election and things like that. But here's the first three sentences of this article. It's just it's written from a perspective of somebody in a cave somewhere. And have no clue well, to know what's going on. So people get barraged with this kind of commentary and they they take it for granted that ah, the guy must knows what he's talking about. That's the most yeah. stupid three sentences I've ever read. And I just yeah, read it. it. <laughs> Didn't read it before we came on the show. And uh, I'm sure that they'll use that as their excuse to think that Georgia became too racist by signing this voting law but when you look when you look at this voting law and i i you know <laughs> i urge people to look at it again it's more liberal than the colorado law where they're going to play the game it's more liberal than the new york law which is one of the most supposedly liberal states it's more liberal than delaware delaware has no early voting days and and yet this was considered racist. It was considered racist because it was passed by a governor that's a Republican and a legislature. That's the whole thing. And their whole aim is to wipe out the Republicans and the right in this country, you know, and, and that's all they're interested in. And what they're really interested in is in power. And baseball, as I said, they folded like a cheap tent instead of keeping their ground and saying, look, we have uh, we don't necessarily like the law. But we have a commitment to the people of Atlanta and the people of Georgia and there's people that may not like the law, but now you're 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 jipping them. You're jipping the mom and pop businesses around the ballpark and that would have made money uh, and good money. You're, you're jipping the the African-American community that might have went to the game or that had businesses that were going to make money. Uh, you're jipping all of those people. What about the people that work at the stadium that would have made some extra cash? Uh, worked at the hotels, worked here, worked worked at the restaurants. They're all getting gypped because baseball fell for these lies, the lies of the left. And, and um, the liberals lie like crazy and people buy their lies. Hey, I've said this for years. They, they're very smart the way they take away our rights they get on a subject and my example always was the, the ban on smoking completely took away every smoker's rights slowly if you remember first you had to have a smoking room then you had to have a ventilated smoking room and then if you couldn't do that well too bad then they have to go outside and they raised yeah. the taxes about five dollars a pack. And then they raised the taxes on them. And and these okay, so I understand the whole secondhand smoke. I understand it's not healthy, but it's the violation of the rights creeping in. 
Then it was in New York City. They tried to do it with soda. They wanted to limit the amount of of a cup of soda you could buy. This is the insidious way that they creep into your life. And, and Philadelphia, your pardon, rights. Me, pardon me for jumping in real quick, but Philadelphia, I believe, still has a soda tax. And it's huge. If you buy yeah. soda in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area, you're going to pay hugely for it. And now the next battle is going to be the vaccinations. They gonna they're gonna want to make it mandatory, <clears throat> and and then once they do that, and they say, well, we don't know who got it. They they know who got it. We had to fill out a form that went to the state. The state know who's who got vaccinated, who didn't. So when you hear the government, the federal government say, well, we don't know who got vaccinated. No, they don't. But all they got to do is ask the states. It's it's we are losing our rights left and right. And you know what? We're handing it over to them. We're handing the rights right over to the government. Oh, well, everybody should get vaccinated or this, that and the other thing. Everybody should. We should meet. Maybe we shouldn't eat as much beef because we have an obesity problem. Maybe what happened to freedom of choice? Yeah, that's and and this is where baseball they fell into this major league baseball, and again they folded like a cheap tent, moved the game, and I'm hoping they get punished by it. I urge everybody out there that's listening, don't watch the game, don't watch the home run derby. Surely you can give it up for one year. It's not gonna hurt for one year to miss that game just to send the message to baseball that they screwed up. Yeah, absolutely. That's good advice. And Atlanta missed its chance to shine in front of a baseball crowd. You know, how many times have you saw on TV, you know, something during a game? Oh, I want to go to that stadium. For me, it was L.A. I, I used to watch late night games in L.A. And I used to see the Dodger dog sign in the distance. And I was like, wow, man, I'd love to get a Dodger dog. It must be good. People talk about it all the time. And lo and behold, a few years later, I was able to make it to L.A., go to Dodger Stadium, have a Dodger dog. And it would have been great. And the same with Atlanta. You know, you have a young crop of people that like baseball, like youth of the world and America specifically, they watch oh, Atlanta. That must be nice down there. I want to go on a trip. Unsolicited. One of my guys that work with me told me the best burger he's ever had was in Atlanta at the brave stadium at the old stadium, of course, but mm -hmm. He's not specifically a baseball fan, but found his way down to Atlanta with some friends of his and they went to a game and he said that was the best burger he's ever had in his life. And that's saying something. Yeah. And, and they have the, the ballpark is only what, two, three years old. So they would be showing it off to the, to the country, uh, you know, a nationwide audience and, and everything like this. And that whole opportunity is lost now. And, and, as I said, they're building up that whole area around that ballpark and, and it's all going to lose their business now. So 
and after they had planned for years. See, that's it. People will say, well, if they didn't have the game, they wouldn't get that business anyway. But what you, the point that you're missing is that they've been planning this for a year, maybe two years since they found out whenever, you know, that they were getting the game. So they've been planning different things. And now all of that's lost because of baseball stupidity and their rush to be woke, uh, if you will. But uh, baseball has been doing a lot of stupid things lately, you know, Um, their their obsession with this, the length and the miles per hour, you know, of these, these hit balls really cares. Yeah. Yeah. In the old days, it would, you know, the announcer would say that ball was scorched or it was, you know, yeah. smashed or, you know, why do you need to know it was 134.4 miles per hour? I mean, uh, you know, Shoei Otana is putting on a show this year, okay? You know, 33 home runs at the All-Star break unless he hit another one last night. Uh, okay, so what was the other day all over the news? That he hit a, a pitch uh, for his 33 blast of the year, and it went a projected 463 feet with an exit velocity of 116.5 miles per hour, making it the hardest hit homer at the ballpark since that cast was introduced. Who cares? How many runs did he? It, it's still one run if it's a solo home run. So who cares if it goes 500 feet or if it goes 391 and makes it over the left field wall or right field wall? It's still one run unless there's men on base. This, this obsession with the numbers, I don't. Do you get it at all? No, I really don't. It it goes beyond sabermetrics and all. It's almost uh, silly. I think maybe part of it is trying to throw a smokescreen up a, in front of what they're really doing in the background with moves like this Atlanta, taking the game to Denver. It makes no sense. Uh, they're throwing these stats out to put, <laughs> put out before people uh, to try to eliminate a lot of the um, truth of what's actually going on with the yeah. MLB and how they're, um, in my opinion, they're becoming a monopoly of wanting to control every little thing about baseball, thinking they own baseball, so to speak, in every aspect around the country. It's kind of scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, now they, they own minor league baseball. So, they want to control everything, Rich. Uh, but I, I think you're right, though, with the smoke screen. I, I put it on the game the other day. And I was actually looking for the batter in the pitcher because there were so many boxes and screens of overlays of a strikeout box. Then there was an arrow where the ball was going and this, that, and the other thing. I said, where the hell's the ball game? You know, they keep putting these boxes up to show you that whether it's a strike or not, and you start concentrating on that. You miss the rest of the ball game. Um, yeah. 
it's it's getting ridiculous. Uh, you know, I, I find it like these national broadcasts, ESPN stuff. I find it unwatchable because there's too many stuff that you know. A hundred, like you said, 115 miles per hour. The guy hit a the guy hit a ground ball short. Wow, he really hit that. It was 106 miles per hour off his bat. Who cares? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I just don't get it. But uh, you know, um, maybe we should just move on to our next story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, if you're listening to the show, we'd like to hear your comments. So send them in to either myself or Gary. And we used to hear from a ton of people, but I guess they're still listening, but we don't hear from them anymore. So send us an email to rich at baseballtalkradio.com or gary at baseballtalkradio.com. Let us know how you feel. I Like I was saying about the story when corresponding with a, a gentleman that's followed me on Twitter, and I've followed him for a while on Twitter for years. And we went back and forth and he told me his view of the topic, which mimics liberal media's coverage of it to a T. And, you know, if you're exposed to that day after day, you tend to believe it. And if, for some reason, if he's listening to the show, I would invite him to, you know, do what he told me, open your eyes, investigate more about what this whole situation mm -hmm. Is and maybe he'll see that, yeah, it's kind of easy too. Yeah, exactly. But that's why we make chocolate and vanilla ice cream, strawberry. <laughs> yeah, uh, things aren't always viewed in the same light. Yeah, let's switch up the topics. You know, good luck to the all star game. I'm not going to follow it, I'll talk about it in my blog afterwards at fightingphillies.com. I'll write about it a little bit, but. I'm not going to watch it. And somebody mm -hmm. else that won't be there, in addition to nobody from the Houston Astros, they all backed out from either injury or other <laughs> other reasons. Uh, Mike Trout's been in the league now 10 years, if you can believe it. And uh, he's really uh, in a league of his own as far as stats and things like that. I have an article here, cbssports.com. Talks about 10 years of Mike Trout celebrating his 10th anniversary. And outside of Los Angeles and the uh, Orange County area, you might not have known Mike Trout unless you're a real staunch baseball fan because he hasn't been to the World Series. Of course, he's been to many All-Star games. But he's the only player ever with 300 home runs, 200 stolen bases, and a 3, 4, or 500 slash line with 10 years after his debut because of the difficulty it is to maintain those stats uh, over the years, a 10-year average. Article says two players came close to this, Barry Bonds, uh, the only other player with 300 homers and 200 stolen bases, and Alex Rodriguez. He had 366 home runs and a 306 batting average at that point in his career, but he did not have the stolen bases. He fell five short of that, and his on base percentage was 381. So, uh, Mr. Trout in a league of his own here, 
And um, even though he may have not have won the MVP every year, he certainly was up there with the contenders. And look at this. Most wins above replacement per 162 games all time. Number one, Babe Ruth. Number two, Josh Gibson. And number three, Mike Trout. So Mike Trout's got a little ways to go in his career. He's up there with those legends of the game, which is amazing to me. Now he's missed most of the first half, hasn't hasn't he? With an injury, uh, uh, which is really a shame because he is a great ball player, and that's the only thing that concerns me uh, going forward. Now that he's you know uh, in the league ten years, is that the injuries? He plays hard and tends to get injured a little bit, and, and you hope that. Um, he can stay healthier so we don't so we you know get to see him play over the next hopefully another 10 or 12 years play yeah i hope game i really hope he gets on a different team i mean god bless the angels for drafting him and that's what i think he said over the years you know i want to stay with the angels because they had a, an investment in me so to speak mm -hmm. but now you know that investment He's his own guy. I, I say he should try to jump to a team that has a little bit more playoff potential, World Series potential. A lot of his career is becoming so much like a gentleman from San Diego, which was one of the greatest hitters of all time. And we never got to see him in those roles in the playoffs in a World Series. We may never see Mike Trout if he stays with the Angels. Right, right, right. Well, the Mets certainly could use them. Um, <laughs> but what would you trade for him? I mean, you'd have to trade the farm. You know what I mean? When when you got done trading for him, you'd have nothing. It wouldn't be worth it because you'd have nothing left to build the rent. You'd have to rebuild the team around him. And it and, seems like the Angels are constantly doing that. So uh, the Angels well. just. They don't seem to do well drafting pitchers or going after pitching. I, I don't know what it is. They used to have pretty good pitches out there uh, years and years ago, but uh, they just don't seem to do very well with pitching lately. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what it is, and that's really what they lack. I mean, uh, they've got Otani, but beyond him, you know, there's not a lot of depth there, and um. It, it hurts them year in and year out. And uh, that's something they have to eat. And, you know, they know it too. They try to, to correct it and they still have problems. So um, we'll have to see. But one team, Rich, that may not be having a problem is the Toronto Blue Jays. They may actually be flying home at the end of July. They could be going to Toronto to play at the Rogers center, uh, the Canadian border restrictions have been lifted slowly. And, uh, it looks like, uh, July 30th is their target date to go back to Rogers center. They've been playing in Buffalo and in, uh, they started the year in Dunedin, Florida, which is their 
spring training. They played there till June the 1st, and then they went to Buffalo to play in their AAA affiliates uh, stadium. And uh, the AAA team went to Trenton to play. So uh, they're going to have a chance to go back home to Buffalo as well. But uh, um, they are going to ease into these border restrictions. And uh, it looks like Buffalo, uh, Toronto will be going home. So we're going to truly have the Toronto Blue Jays, Rich. Be interesting to see, of course, uh, if you follow hockey, you know that the Montreal Canadiens had a stadium full of people allowed in to see the game. I think most of them had masks on and all. For some reason, Canada's well behind uh, most of the other established countries with uh, as far as vaccinations and um, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel with this COVID crisis so to speak. And uh, they're finally coming around to where we've been for the last several months in most of the states around the U.S. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's a good thing. I mean, um, the interesting thing that I, I find is that if somebody got traded last year or this year to Toronto, they'd never played in Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's completely baffling unless they play with another team and went there in in years past but if they brought up somebody you know they never played in canada so uh they're gonna have that opportunity and uh as we mentioned earlier rich the draft is uh this week and there are some uh draft eligible players that have legacies or relatives in baseball or elsewhere. Uh, one of the top prospects is Jack Leiter and his father is Al Leiter, the uh, Yankees and Mets pitcher for, and, and uh, Marlins for many years. And, and of course now is the analyst on uh, MLB network. Um, he has a chance to go number one overall. Uh, most play, uh, people pick uh, pick him as being a number two pick, but um, and uh, his uncle is Mark Leiter, and uh, who pitched in the majors as well, who played in the majors. So uh, a lot of uh, uh, family there. Another pick, Coomer Rocker, is uh, the the. Uh, son of Tracy Rocker, who played in the NFL. And this is an interesting one. Jackson Job, whose father is Brant Job, the uh, PGA golfer on the Champions Tour. And um, let's see, we have a couple more here. Uh, Dante Boltelli is the uh, brother of Rocco Baltelli. Now, this was interesting. Uh, Rocco played, he was the number six overall pick in the 2000, uh, 2000 draft and was the 2019 AL Manager of the Year, and he is the manager now of the Minnesota Twins. He is 16 years older than his brother, and his brother now is... Uh, 
is a, a prospect from Boston College, so he could be coming. Dusty Baker's son uh, could be uh, is a prospect. He's draft draftable. Played at UC Berkeley. Uh, he could be in the draft. And Casey Dykstra, the nephew of Lenny Dykstra of uh, Philly and New York Mets fame, uh, his nephew is uh, available for the draft. So some of the, the play, there's a lot more I don't want to get into, but uh, some players, of you know, that qualify for the draft that have uh, relatives that have played major, major sports across the country. Very cool. And as you said, that'll coincide with the weekend's festivities here as it starts uh, after the last game on Sunday. Uh, the draft will be around 7 p.m. on Sunday night, broadcast on MLB Network and ESPN. And round one starts just in a few hours from now uh, that we're doing the podcast. So always interesting to see who will be drafted in the top few. Not always an instant assurance that they're going to make the majors anytime soon and that they're going to be good anytime soon as well. So, uh, but we'll have to see who comes out in the top five or so. And we'll probably be talking about them next week on the show, but a little, little something extra there to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always interesting uh, to see what, who the future may be. And, um, now with the way the minor leagues have been set up, it's, uh, you know, it makes it a little bit more interesting because there is a chance of seeing some of these guys in the minor leagues. So, uh, I, I know I wanted to go to Brooklyn, but with the pandemic and everything, I never got there, uh, to see Brett Batty, who was a, a Mets draft pick. Uh, but uh, he just got promoted to double A, so now I don't have the chance to see him in Brooklyn now. But uh, it, it's amazing. I, I, you know, if you've never gone to a minor league game and saw some of these prospects, I urge you go. I, I have seen so many, uh, you know, future Mets. I saw Michael Conforto as a player, a minor league player when he first came out of college, and to see the growth and, and a lot of these guys uh, that are currently on the Mets, a lot of them came through Brooklyn and it's fascinating to see them then and then how they've grown to where they are now. And uh, uh, it's just a fun thing to do. So, uh, you know, the draft is interesting to see, you don't really know, like, you know, football and basketball, uh, the colleges are literally, a minor league for those uh, for the NFL and the NBA, whereas baseball is different. Baseball is more of a chance. Sometimes you're taking a chance on high school kids drafting, and you don't know how they're going to develop. You know, uh, it, it's a it's a crapshoot sometimes, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like you said, and but it's interesting to watch and to see uh, some of these guys. So. That'll be tonight, right? That's for sure. Well, we'll do our little intro here, our intro music, uh, using my new mixer that I got for the show just for you guys here with this one. But I uh, wanted to talk about our Patreon page. And you can go to patreon.com forward slash baseball talk. 
And if you're watching the YouTube channel, you can see what it looks like there for our Patreon listener levels here. Donations right to the show. And we're still looking for our Patreon people out there. I know they used to be with us for a while, but then they drifted away. And here's what Patreon is for podcasters, for content creators, for digital people, things like that. Um, here it says on the right-hand side, if you're watching the, the podcast, build a powerhouse podcast. Learn how this gentleman earns almost $1 million a year from podcasting with Patreon. His name is Dan Cummins. Um, but it's a community of people that support independent shows like Gary and ours. Um, we have some extra content that you get when you join the Patreon page, maybe some private uh, video things that we record that don't get released to our regular uh, type people that listen to the show, you know, just specialized stuff really. So consider becoming a, a Patreon supporter of the show, dollar, $2, $5 a month. Uh, it'll make you feel better about listening to the show and supporting us maybe. So I want to reach out there and invite you all to patreon.com forward slash baseball talk. You can see Gary and my picture on there. That was without a mustache. So it looked a little <laughs> different then, <laughs> but uh, check it out. And uh, jump on board. Yeah, please do. And uh, if uh, you uh, also can uh, support the show by going to anchor.fm slash baseball talk and, and support us right through our uh, podcast hosting uh, site. So either way would be uh, very helpful to, to us. And uh, uh, Rich has got his new mixer there. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just keep adding on to the things here <laughs> for the show. We're running out of room. <laughs> yeah, my desk was so big. Now I got to, you know, it's all crowded again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like the feeling. Gary was saying, right on our baseball uh, podcasting host, so to speak, that we have anchor.fm forward slash baseball talk radio show. And from there, you go right to our main page. You can either listen to shows, subscribe on other podcast outlets, including Apple, Google, um, Spotify, a biggie. You can share our show. And by the way, if you're not listening to us from anchor.fm, um, whatever you're listening to us from, hit that subscribe button on the Apple music store, the Google podcast store there, Apple podcasts, I meant to say. And you can also support our show right from this page here. And you can use Apple Pay, a credit card, debit card, whatever you want to uh, use to support the show. But uh, we appreciate it one and all and uh, invite you to join us here and sponsor the show because we don't bombard you with ads. We don't bring on things, but if there are companies out there that would like us to contact <laughs> us as well, because <laughs> I think we might have to do that. We're, our Patreon supporters are just not stepping up to the plate. 
And if you watch the show, yes, we do the video version of this show uh, on YouTube. So uh, please hit that subscribe button and click on that little bell and like the show. And uh, that way you'll get informed whenever there's a new episode that's been released. So uh, it's usually every Sunday. Um, so just check us out on YouTube as well. Rich, uh, a little break from baseball this week, though. I'll probably be catching the minor league games. So uh, maybe we'll get a little sleep this week and, uh, you know, yeah, uh, take it easy uh, and won't get involved in the foolishness of these, uh, you know, home run derbies and uh, exhibition ball games and all that nonsense. Yes, indeed. And if you noticed, I'm wearing a baseball talk radio show t-shirt. We have those available. If you should happen to want one, it's got printing on the front and the back. So uh, give us an email. Let us know you're interested in one. We'll send you a link to where you can get them from and support the show that way as well. Gary, it's been a pleasure as usual. Enjoy your all-star game break from the game and uh, looking forward to the next show. Yep, and uh, you all enjoy your break out there as well. And we'll see you next time on another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show. <laughs>